0: It's Metal Shop here on The Rock on the uh, tour bus with Obituary. Now, uh, we're talking with Trevor, the guitarist for Obituary, and uh, you guys are on tour right now with Skeleton Witch, with Dustbolt, and with Paul Bearer. Welcome to Seattle. Thank you, man. How's it going? It's going good, man. Uh, Now, you just rolled up to Seattle today. Most important question, have you been to any recreational weed shops while you're here yet?
2: Uh, not me personally, but I'm sure about eight people on this tour did go. I just wait for them to bring it back and I partake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well,
1: welcome to the Northwest. Yeah, for that one, especially. So a couple weeks ago, we just did our all-local episode where we kind of, like, pay attention to our own local scene and this and that. So we're kind of curious to pick your brain. Like, what's what are one or two or a couple of your favorite, like, Northwest or Seattle bands? Living, past, dead, alive, anybody at
2: all? Uh, well, Jimi Hendrix. Nice. Um, loved him here. It's probably a big reason why I play the Fender Stratocaster, to be honest. And obviously, like, Soundgarden, love. And Alice in Chains is probably one of my favorite brands on the whole planet, to be honest. Nice. Uh, Have you
1: heard that new song yet?
2: No, I haven't. It is
1: heavy,
2: man. I uh, wouldn't surprise you because, I mean, there's a lot of their old stuff that has riffs that are almost could be like death metal. I mean, really, there's some doomy that they put out. I don't know if I can say four-letter words, but no, I just slipped. I um, but, yeah. <laughs> Very good stuff.
0: So, last couple of years, we've seen you guys a bunch of times. Uh, saw you at Studio 7. We saw you up in the U District with Midnight and Creator. It's been awesome seeing you guys tour so much. Obviously, you know, you're out on the road a lot. What is your, like, go-to food when you stop? Is there, like, is there a fast food establishment? Is there a restaurant that you, you got to hit?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hit or miss. I mean, it's according to where we're at. You know, like, when we're in Canada, we'll try to get poutine. You know, you got to have poutine. You know, it's like, um... I don't know. I like so much food that I'm not that particular. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yesterday, we played in Portland, and there's a Fred Myers across the street, yeah. And they had this great sushi belt thing. Oh yeah. And we what? hit that every time. Yeah. What's up, For- Barley? <laughs> Dude, it's killer. It? Damn. Yeah. The the guys making it fresh right in front of us. so um, yeah. we hit that every time. You know. That's great. But you know, generally I try to eat healthy. Yeah. Because it's on the road, you know. Because you're on the road all the time. Yeah. I mean, li- literally. I this is the first tour I've done. In year uh, forever, probably that I haven't hit McDonald's yet, which is pretty strange. Good for you. Yeah, you
0: know what? That is good for you.
2: Yeah, but you know what's funny? It's like they've been advertising the last few days. This they're doing fresh beef, apparently. Oh,
1: then not frozen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: I'm like, I'm kind of curious. I'm like, we gotta go get a QP with cheese, man. <laughs> Try it out. I'll bring you a QP. <laughs> Something.
1: <laughs> hey, so um, you guys have been on the road now for a what? Like a couple weeks? It's been you, a week or two.
2: Yeah, a little bit over two weeks. We're a little bit over the halfway point. Um, um, we started the second I think it was our first show yeah. so,
1: so when you finally get to step back into your own house stretch your legs a little bit what's like what, what are your hobbies man tell us well, what do you do do you just riff you go home pet the kitties like well, what, what are you doing when you get back
2: uh, not much riffing when I first get home uh, <laughs> you know the guitar will stay in my case for a while but um, well I live near the beach uh, nice. in the Bay Area of Tampa Um, so I'm either at the pier drinking beer, fishing, take the kids to the beach, swimming. I love the beach lifestyle. I'm totally into it. I mean, I love the sun and the salt water and you know, um uh, hang out with friends, you know, whatever. No, I mean, I love I love fishing, you know, so do a lot of fishing for sure. So what do you? What, what's your?
1: Okay, so now I'm curious, man, because I'm an outdoorsy kind of guy too. What do you fish for? Like, what's the thing? It's a little nerdy, and I like. I love that. I'm curious.
2: Oh uh, well, in the bay, well, Tampa, that area of the Gulf. We got the Gulf of Mexico and Bay. Uh, all kinds, of, different seasons. You know, there's different stuff. Like certain times of year, you go snook fishing, red fishing. Uh, a lot of times on the pier, you can catch uh, Spanish mackerel. They will come like schools of them come swinging by and you just, oh, you, just you flip out, right to, out oh yeah I use I use lures too 99% of the time so I'm you know cool. just um, if you fish on the beach there's this fish we call it's called whiting that are really tasty real clean they eat like uh, coquinas like little clams and stuff okay. so their meat's really sweet and white um, Man, yeah you go in the morning like early in the morning you go out there like while the sun's coming up and use a bobber and just like a little piece of chunk of shrimp on it and just throw it out there and just wait for it to go poof and yeah, they're beautiful. love
1: um, that image, man.
2: One of my favorite fish, though, which I don't really go fishing much for, because you have to kind of go out and be with a captain. And they, be, yeah. yeah, and, and uh, it's called a uh, red snapper. They're yeah, uh, they're so tasty. Oh, my God. Yeah, you guys talking about,
1: about sushi. sushi. Go yeah. fishing, man. Do you ever make your own sushi at all? Or? No, I've never made my
2: own sushi, because it's like, you know, uh, I, I cook a lot. I like to cook, and... There's a sushi place near my house. I'm just like, let the, why reinvent like the, the wheel? You know, just let yeah. them do it. I would go. With, Cause I don't eat it that often. Not enough. Um, but I, my my specialty for cooking, I like the barbecues, like smoke. Mm-hmm. You know, smoke foods and other things. But <laughs> smoke food and a couple things. Yeah, meats like pork shoulder and ribs and stuff like that. You know. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll agree. agree. Oh yeah, I actually have my own food truck. I have a barbecue food truck with a smoker on board. You know. And
0: what's it called? Yeah.
2: What's tea, it called? Uh, well, people call me T-Bone, that's kind of a nickname they call me, and um, so it's just called T-Bone's Famous uh, uh, Smoking Barbecue.
1: So now you know what to do when you head down
0: to this, literally the farthest place from here, basically.
2: <laughs> yeah, no doubt, right? <laughs> Clear calls.
0: All right, so we got to ask you, Florida is kind of known for crazy news stories. Whenever we see a news story that's just some f- up stuff, a lot of times
2: it's based in Florida. <laughs>
0: What's up, man? What's up with Florida? Yeah
2: bunch of crazy people down there. Well, <laughs> well, Florida, okay, not many people are from Florida. That's part of the reason, okay. I think, because, okay. like, when I was a kid, maybe one in ten people were from Florida. Maybe, not even, yeah. but now it's like, it's got to be, I don't even know, maybe a 150, because yeah. everybody comes, it's so beautiful there during the summer, you know, during the winter, obviously, it's yeah. the warm year-round, so it's like paradise, so a lot of influx of transients you know so right. you got people attract all the crazies oh yeah so people you got every walk of life going down there so you get crazy people down there too and yep. then they do crazy uh, sh- <laughs> and welcome to Florida you know? <laughs> Yeah
1: you guys have put out ten records man you guys have been Brown for a long time we've been putting, been putting in work for a long time we were kind of curious like when we cause we've been playing the new record a lot and uh we were you know saying yo this new record's called Obituary self-titled why after all these years did you choose to go self-titled man eh? well we
2: it was funny uh it wasn't like a uh, it wasn't methodical we basically we were like what are we gonna call this album we we're looking at the titles of the songs so usually that's how we name our albums after our title of a song and um we had this piece of artwork. We weren't sure what we were going to do for the art, but we had this piece of art that we ended up using um, from a few years ago when we did the uh, Ink and Blood album. Yeah, yeah. We uh, had Andreas Marshall paint this other piece at the same time for possibly maybe a DVD or just this, an idea we had and we said, let's yeah, do this too. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. kind of put them up, did the same art, I mean those pieces are at the same time. It was just kind of sitting there in, on the shelf we were like, hey, let's use this piece. And Donald's like, yeah, I was thinking the same. You know, so we were both kind of on the same page with the artwork. Let's just use that piece. It's a cool-looking logo. So then when they, you know, trying to decide an album title, we were going through the songs, and we were like, what do we call it? We were like, well, it's just it's a logo. It's our name. Why don't we just call it that? Yeah, it's awesome. And it was like, all right, everybody agreed, and we were just, let's do it. You know, so.
1: Obituary by obituary.
2: The heavy. Yeah, it was, like I said, it wasn't something we, like, thought about you know like in right. some super deep meaning at all it's just kind of because the artwork lended lend to it you know he can, yeah He's exactly yeah, to. yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright man, so you're on stage You're writing the music You're playing with obituary all the time What is like the heaviest obituary riff Like the, the obituary pit riff Like the one that just sets it off What's like the number one heaviest obituary riff in your
2: It's a different kind of level of heavy I mean like when we play slowly Obviously the place erupts I yeah. mean every time it just It's do when we kick into that you know, After the intro part Once it kicks in it's like the whole place erupts But like on this set we're doing right now Probably like the heaviest riff is probably turned to stone yeah but it's so fucking heavy people are like stunned they don't, they're like you sit there <laughs> staring yeah, they don't even know what to do because it's so fucking heavy and, and it comes with that PA just it's, it's brutal yeah that's a, good one, that's right. a pretty heavy riff nice. <laughs> so you know when to get
1: go get your health insurance <laughs> get that taken care of. We always talk and I love one of our favorite questions to ask people is like the light bulb moment you had you know when you were younger maybe or you, you saw something a record or this or that where you went, damn, I need to get into that. So I'm curious, what was the first metal record, or record, that you can remember buying with your own money?
2: Wow, that's a good question. We're gonna send you back. Yeah, that's... gonna send you back in time. God, probably... Wow. I
1: think mine was Steppenwolf.
2: Yeah. The greatest nice. days. Nice. <laughs> God, I don't know. Mine
0: was Jimi Hendrix.
2: I mean, like, my first album I ever had, but was given to me, was ACDC High Voltage. Uh, that was yeah, my yeah, very first better physical record that was in my hand probably Iron Maiden um, number of the beasts probably maybe hell yeah because we know, you know everybody's got that
1: story you know young kids that are listening now older heads and this and that it's just good to know it. and like now somebody's going to go buy that record because yeah. they're like damn
0: or steal it alright so obviously we all know the big four of thrash we got Slayer Anthrax Metallica Megadeth if you were to choose the big four
2: of death metal, what's the big four of death metal? Well, the big four of death metal. I don't know like if it has anything to do with popularity, but I would say like Celtic Frost would okay. be one for sure. Um, to me, this is to me, obviously, because people are like some people are like who's that or you know. Yeah and uh I I loved death a lot and I think death should be part of that. Um, um. Mm. <laughs> John's already said venom, but they're not really death metal, right? I mean I was gonna say po- possessed. I was just say possessed, and I guess I would have to say our band, you know. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, but Venom does. One of one of our favorite bands on the whole planet for sure.
1: Hey, so so what's what's the rest of the year looking like for you guys? Uh, obviously, you're in the middle of you know hitting the road and whatnot. But we're always just curious about new stuff, new music, new jams. What your plans are for maybe even 2019?
2: Um, well, we're gonna after this run, we're gonna go to Europe for I don't know nine gigs in July. We're doing a couple festivals and some club dates in July through the beginning of August, and then. Um, Uh, oh yeah I I can say it now finally this is the first time we've been interviewed in November we're going to uh, do a tour in Europe with Slayer uh, which is pretty sick yeah we're doing the first leg of their farewell tour in Europe so it's uh, obituary anthrax lamb of god and Slayer wow I finally got to say it (laughs) killer um dude congratulations yeah Yeah, pretty stoked we're working on some other stuff we're trying to hopefully get to the pacific side uh September October maybe um yeah, other than that that's pretty much what we're doing right now you know
1: pretty much got your whole year then planned out then
0: for yeah,
2: yeah pretty much yep Cool. Yep. all right well uh,
0: last question we always like to ask so if you could pick a scar on your body tell us where where it is on your body if you can show us if you can <laughs> and tell us the story of uh, the scar
2: i got a good one man. it's right here <laughs> see that scar yeah, there it is. see it right it's funny it's right on the wrinkle yeah, yeah right. You, uh, kind of like right on his forehead, forehead. lines <laughs> <laughs> right up with the wrinkle I was in Sardinia, where my wife is from, uh, a town called Sassari, it's in Italy, Wow! Uh, it's an island off Italy, Um, and I had, it was the day I got there, I flew from Tampa, and I was up for like 36 hours, and my buddy's like, let's go out and drink some beers, a bunch of Italian dudes I know, buddies of mine, and uh, I was like, of course, you know, and we were up, I was up, I don't even know how late it was, maybe 2 in the morning, and Walking back, I stumbled and cracked my head on this Jeez. cobblestone road.
0: <laughs> Concussion City.
2: I don't really remember because <laughs> yes, yeah, so yes, we'll probably. I mean, I was thinking I was already blacked out because I was, you know, the Walking Dead. I was sleepwalking yeah. basically, and and I wanted... I mean, also drank was beers. It wasn't like a, I don't it wasn't really wrecked. I think I just basically fell asleep, and yeah. and I remember I, I got up and I remember walking back to the apartment. I remember all that, and um. And I was in the bathroom like looking in every sleep and I'm like I was like, oh God, that doesn't look good. Because it was it was f-ing, like the Grand Canyon oh. split open. I was like, Oh Rinse it off and I got it to stop gushing and and uh woke up like seven in the morning. I woke up all day and said, Hey, I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> She's like what? And I was like, Look She's like, Oh my god She's like a oh, What are you doing? And uh and went and got you know up. Yeah, we got, uh, I don't know how many of you know, it was a few, yeah. maybe 10. Damn. Are you
0: serious? You got any final words for the Northwest audience before you let you go uh, rock, uh, rock the stage at El Corazon?
2: Don't slip and fall on cobblestone with your forehead.
0: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?